How's it going, everybody? This is Josh with the This Is It podcast. I've been gone for a while, but that's all just minutia. No one cares about that. And today I'm here with Bryce. Come on, everybody knows me. Bryce <laughs> and we're here with VMAP. So, guys, how's it going? He's feeling good. Feeling. We are feeling good. <laughs> there was a word in the English language that I would choose to describe my current state. It would be good. But even if I wasn't good at this moment in time, I'd still be good. And good is a good word yes. to describe your goodness. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, no, no other word can can really Freaking just remember. capture that <laughs> other than good. You guys remember Animorphs? Yeah. Oh god, dude! I I <laughs> My goodness. Okay, back to what's uh, <laughs> pertinent before you derailed me with animorphs, motherfucker. <laughs> no, no. Um, I was when I first like heard you guys. Like, I, I told this to Bryce afterwards. Is like you guys remind me of. I mean this completely in a complimentary way. Like, if there was like a Hanna Barbera cartoon that I was to, like watch on acid, like you guys would be like the perfect music <laughs> to, to like be in the background. That might actually be a thing already. Yeah. Really? You never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's on the internet. I mean, if you search for something long enough, it's mm-hmm. probably there. To yeah, me, we they... definitely do the Hannah Montana theme song. So, is that what you said? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like Hanna Barbera cartoons, like Scooby Doo. Oh. Like how they like. Uh, so we just got pizza, and it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Mad with pizza. What were we just talking about before? Um. How you guys sound like. To Hanna Barbera, <laughs> not Hannah Montana. <laughs> How you guys sound like the background of the cartoon music if it was fucking destroyed, yeah. If it was like fuzzed out and like turned to eleven and then turned black like way back down to one. Yeah. That would be you guys. And then if you put like a Scott Pilgrim filter over it. Yeah, I from hear that time too. to time. I don't know not the filters for for that. <laughs> Snapchat's doing more things every day. Yeah. Next thing you know, Michael Sarah's gonna show up, like his his like big puffy yeah. hair. Yeah. No, but I hope he never does. So you guys, I mean, you guys are in like another band, Impan and Painters. So, Correct. what was like the decision to like do a two piece? I mean, you guys could easily say to just like. I will tell you the story. <laughs> so, like, uh, so, like it happened. It yeah. wasn't really a decision. No, it was kind of a, it's a calling. Yeah, it's more of a calling. Um, Alright. <coughs> so. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Get well, all of this. All the sucking in the, in the <laughs> get microphone. Get all of this yeah. cinnamon off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are like sound effects in a VMAP song. <laughs> Remember flaps? No, oh, that's a ping pong oh, battle. Yes, yeah, it's the flaps. The flaps are something else. Made with a flapper. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, they're hard to find. Very rare item. Okay. So, me and Hal, who used to be in the Empty Handed Painters, but he's not anymore, because now he's in the band Nauseans, <laughs> who are awful. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and, and me and Hal had a little two piece project. That was so much better than Nauseans. Lemonades and... Biscuits and lemonade. Yeah. And we had... 
we had a gig lined up and at some this uh like street festival in jackson and then about a week before hal had to cancel because he had like a math trip or something like that. A math? <laughs> Some, or maybe debate or something. I don't know. Or maybe jazz band or something. It was something weird. I, I do remember he was really into math at the time. He had to <laughs> He had to leave and he had to cancel the show. But I didn't want to tell the guy who booked us to cancel it. Because I think we had to cancel one of them before. So I got Nick. And we wrote and recorded five songs in a day and a half. And then we played the show the next day. Shit. And yeah. it's been magic ever since. Yeah. It's, it's been pretty... Pretty, um... Magic. Ever since that day. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about the magic? A day and a half. It's good. <laughs> yeah. There, there, there's subtle hints in that first EP that kind of... That kind of explain... Um, the deeper um, kind of reasoning behind our <laughs> reasoning of starting the band. Yeah, the birth of the Mab. Yeah. The yeah. I have an idea of what the um, what the full acronym means, but like, what do you think? I was like, Vowtown Man Army Boy, or like, <laughs> am I way off? I'm, I'm, I'm way off. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> no, it's uh the gators. <laughs> the Ville Town. Ville Town. Mountain. M as in mountain. Okay. Uh, <laughs> army. A is an army. Uh, okay, Bryce, army. we get it. <laughs> Brigade. 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 B. Yeah, that one. So, what was the decision behind the name? Like, what was did that come from? Um, let's see. I believe we were driving to Petco <coughs> to get mice for your snake. I think, and then we had to go to Best Buy to get a quarter inch to start recording for something. You were yeah. out of something. <clears throat> I needed a cable for an amp or something that we needed. Um... So this was in between when we wrote the songs and we're going back to record the songs. Yes. And, uh... I don't know how it happened. Then, yeah. I think... I think it just kind of came to us. I don't know. Maybe we had been to Villetown before and, like, just each one of us kind of subconsciously had our own experiences in Which the is town. in Saudi Arabia, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in a... I thought it was in... Yeah, it's in... Or is it Liberia? Yeah, Liberia. Liberia. It's in Liberia. And, um... We, uh... Lofa, Liberia. That's right, Lofa. Lofa, Liberia. And, um... We decided to pay tribute to the good people over there. <laughs> and our first EP is named... After a word that we heard someone in Best Buy say about the employees, just they're a brigade. No, no, no. no, no the name the, of the, the first EP. EP. Uh. It was more than a word. It was a few it was words. A few words. <laughs> um, it was a sentence. It was, yeah. Uh, Not once did, did they, they ask did, for help. Yeah. yeah. 
how do the people of Vowtown receive your guys' music? What, what do they feel about it? We are gods to them. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty much the protectors. I mean, we, we fight for their freedom. We are the brigade. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to the people of Villtown, what is how to them? Yeah. How? An art, an enemy. How's a knight? Well, he was a knight, but he ended up getting banished. Yeah. The Kraken um, got him. <laughs> the yeah. That's the second EP. Yeah. We have a whole, yeah. If you listen to the second EP, it's about Hal's banishment and getting chased by the Kraken. Um, he ends up, you know, being better off out of Fildown. Um, he definitely wasn't a good fit at all. <laughs> no, Steven um, made his way in. Yeah, yeah. Saved. <laughs> he did. We're he not did. making this up. He did say, no, this is all. This is all real. I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> no, but but um, you can fact track this later. Yeah, just go on Google. You can the V map story. Straight from the source. No need to edit. We will edit around this. Because we will fact check. And we will find oh, okay. if, you, if your guys are serious. Uh, your mic is on the I button. My mic is on the I. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's on the pause button. Oh, shit. You gotta, gotta move it to like, the no button. There we go. That uh, uh, doesn't matter. Enter. Yeah, it's alright though. We are entering through the mic. <laughs> you guys have a pretty like unique sense of humor, if I may say. Hmm. I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, you guys kind of like, you kind of see it, just kind of... This is the way we are. I can't help it. It's the way it's always been. It's the way that, the way of the good, <laughs> it helps. It reminds me of like, um, like Eric Andre and his sense of humor has kind of, you know, that kind of similar styling of... Just we don't, we don't get <laughs> naked though. <laughs> Occasionally. And which one, of, which one of you is Hannibal Burris? Um, I think it's Josh. Just immediately points at the black dude. I have no, no <laughs> regards. <laughs> He's there, right? He's fine. But, uh... But yeah, we, we definitely don't agree with, with his, his humor. Um, <laughs> we, we respect <laughs> We respect what he does, but um, it's kind of, uh, and uh, I don't know. It's not disrespectful enough. No, no, not not nearly enough. Um, I don't know. Just you know, there's there's something deep down that you know makes me <laughs> strongly disagree with Eric Andre. I mean, I'm a huge fan, like, great, but I disagree with everything that he does. Eric Andre three thousand. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can that please be a thing? The sure. evolved form, though. I mean, it's coming eventually. So you guys are basically <clears throat> not genre specific, so you can fit on almost any show. What's the craziest show you've played? As far as like, as far as from what you thought you were gonna play on. Well, uh, one time we opened for U two. <laughs> <laughs> You can fact check that too. It's on our Instagram. It is on our Instagram. <laughs> I can't make this thing up. We're gonna finally do a Bono at some point. Um, it was a beautiful day to say that. <laughs> we um, we played the street festival, the same one we started off 
as a band. Yeah, we played um, that a second or maybe we, a third time. Maybe two or three times. And the last time we did, um, we were too loud at every volume we played because at. I was, was actually at that show. There was an acoustic and, act playing yes. like one. Like right next to you guys? Down. Right next to us, and we were too loud. So we had to be very quiet. And then we couldn't play any of our songs. Yeah, so, because our songs have to be allowed to work properly. But was was the person Hal like, was there, and he uh, so we, he he hopped we ended on. Ended up playing slow dive. He noodled and noodled. <laughs> yeah, and we did it. We did. Was the person like not aware that like you guys play like massive <laughs> volumes? He was like, yeah, you guys can go right next to the acoustic dude, who's gonna be perfectly. You know. We're also right next to a bunch of vendors and food and everything so i guess no one could hear their orders or anything but <laughs> yeah we, yeah i mean we couldn't play People any of our songs their, and that's not to be talked bad about the event because it's a wonderful thing but it was just poor planning i guess for that one specific thing we were we should have played elsewhere yeah <laughs> we should have yeah. played somewhere maybe in a parking lot or some somewhere that had more open space that wasn't yeah. next to selling things Absolutely. Where's this festival at? It's in Fondren. The Fond- oh, Fondren's first Thursday every month. Yes. Yeah, which is a really great thing. Yes. Really great. <clears throat> Are you guys gonna Shut play up. there again anytime soon? Well, we haven't heard, <laughs> but uh, it's. I'm sure it'll happen at yeah. some point. Probably yeah. during the summer. That's usually when I am able to make it down. Yeah. So, Ginny in Wisconsin wants to know. What's what's your favorite song out there? Ginny in Wisconsin. Ginny in Wisconsin. Hello, Ginny in Hello, Wisconsin. Ginny. Hello. <laughs> what's our what? You? Your favorite song at the moment to play, or our Just favorite song in general? She gave general. she gave the vaguest question Fake. ever. Okay. Favorite song. <clears throat> mm. Wait, are we live right now? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm mean, I'm I'm trying to think of the name of it and hold up. Up. She was so vague. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, favorite song. My favorite song is probably. Um, what can I hear most played? Orange Crush remastered on Green remastered <laughs> by, R- by REM. Remastered. REM remastered. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna. Do the same thing. I've got my spine. Put in the Spotify got product placement. My yeah. orange crush. Okay. Um, if I had to take a guess. Look, we're doing this. I'm going to get mine out. If I had to take oh, a really? guess. <laughs> we're all just going to list our favorite songs. Now. It would probably be... Um... Styrofoam by Fugazi. It's a good. Jenny said those are good choices. Thank you, Jenny. In Wisconsin. She's a great guest. Anyone else on the line? No, not me. Get on the line. Get on the fucking line. I don't even have a premium account on Spotify. I can't even tell you what my favorite song is. Well, what about your favorite? Cassette tape. Yeah, that you own. I don't own any cassette tapes, Josh. <laughs> I don't have a cassette tape player. Why not a big one? What about your favorite? What's your favorite VMAP song? Beam, yes. Oh man, it's probably uh, 
The one that goes do 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 do. That one. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you were about to start take on me for a goddamn second. I was like, dude, that's not <laughs> that's not this song. No, it's uh. <clears throat> let me check. I'm gonna go band camp real quick. Do my fact checking. Guarded eye. It's, it's yes. Definitely. <laughs> guarded eye. Probably that one, just because. Oh no! It reminds me of Fall of Troy, really hardcore, and I love the Fall of Troy. Mm. It's this one. You won't know. <laughs> nope. Wait for it. And then you guys have a pretty like sick breakdown in one of your songs. That only me, one of them. That Just, gets me jazzed yeah. up. There's only one sick breakdown in the existence of the mouse. Well, <clears throat> it's called our whole set. <laughs> <laughs> shit. I'm trying to shit on these guys right now, Bryce. I'm trying to say there's no sick breakdowns in it. Well, I certainly don't. Sick breakdowns at all. You, you, all you do is play not, sick breakdowns. No, I don't. I'm not a breakdown person at all. <laughs> really? No. So Arabesque is not a... Favorite. Don't let, don't bring that in. <laughs> How's pizza? It's good. Nice. Mushroomy. It's, yeah, it's, it's quite delicious. Nice. nice. There, I talk a lot of uh, people around here about like the music that... Um, they hate. I mean, it's like you can always talk to people about the music they love. But that's kind of boring after okay. a while. But like, sure. yeah. yeah, I feel like you guys have like a, a list of music you hate. So do we seem like hateful hate. people? No, not hateful people. No, no, not okay. at all. But like, okay. but music you hate. Music I hate. I hate Guns and Roses. Oh, dude, they're oh fucking. They're God. terrible. I yeah. I hate ACDC, <laughs> and I hate. Hmm. What? What? What's going on here? Arabesque. Yeah, that's the one. Those motherfuckers. Um. Who else do I hate? Um. Y'all hear about that new project, Brother Josh and the Quakeness? Yeah, those guys fucking suck too. <laughs> um, God, music I hate. There's a lot of it. Just listen to any '80s cover or like '80s rock and roll music station. That's gonna be the music I despise. There's mm. a lot of good '80s music. Yeah, '80s rock and roll though. Like what? Like classic hair metal, classic hair rock, like. Like you were talking about ACDC, Guns okay. N' Roses. You're not a Poison fan? No. <laughs> I actually just watched all three seasons of Rock of Love recently. What is Rock of Love? It's Brett Michaels from Poison. Oh, God. A reality TV show. <laughs> I watched all three seasons in a week. I wonder how all these people who have no real careers just get keep That's getting selected. That's a real career. It's like, I, I am the lead singer of Poison. Like, that doesn't permit you having a reality show. They did. <laughs> VH1. Well, um, hmm. I actually like Twisted Sister. That's it's a, a hair band that I like. Yeah, but they're fun. They're fun. <laughs> um, bands that I hate. I hate. Hmm. Um, yeah, I hate Panic at the Disco. 
They were bad. Never got into them. There's gonna be a lot of people. They never got into me. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... Let me check. What? Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Read all the book. Can can go. Can lick my Skinner. <laughs> Deep purple. Deep purple. No, awesome. no, no. Deep purple <laughs> no, you're looking through the book here, my book. No, I actually do not like Leonard Skinner. Deep purple is awesome, though. Very good. What else um, is in there? What is this? This is the um, 100 albums you must hear before you die. 100 yeah. albums? Oh, no, a thousand. A thousand. A thousand. A thousand. A thousand. Yeah. Ooh, Nick Drake's one. Pink Moon. That's not that's, a that's artist a, I hate. That's I a love classic. Nick that's Drake. a good album. Too bad, like. Nobody else heard it at the time. What else is on that? Uh, there's a lot of this, like, problem open, screen. Open up to something. Let's see if we yeah. like it. Bonnie Prince. Uh, Flaming Lips. Yes. Yes. I Flaming Lips. System of a Down. System hey, of a Down. Hey, yo. <laughs> I was about to say you guys did a System of a Down cover on your new album. We Don't did. tell them that, though. Yes. It's not the lawyers legal. are on the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, Spiritualized is one of my favorite bands. Do you guys like Blur? Yeah, Blair. Yeah, Blair is good. Is good. <laughs> What's wrong with Blair, bro? Right there. I love Blair. Blair, Blair. Blair's okay. Uh, Bell and Sebastian. I don't know. I'll tell you, Ben, that I get sick of Slayer. No, do not say that. <laughs> do you not? Are you serious? Yeah, I do get sick of Slayer. I love Slayer. Really? I love Slayer. Yeah, I keep rain and blood in my car at all times. <laughs> Just to always <laughs> just be on. Darn it. Yeah. Nope. Who else is in this book of... I feel like they just have to include so many people. Dude, I love the killers. The killers are good. Really? Yes. <laughs> white Stripes. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about them. I know, I like the White Stripes. I like the White Stripes. <laughs> Wit doesn't, though. Really? I hate them so much. <laughs> you literally purposely played Blue Orchid like I with don't. him. <laughs> I have a white striped tattoo. That's really yes. I hate them. So much you hate. <laughs> may I, so may I inquire where this tattoo is? I always hated it. Do you want to know? <laughs> Do I? Is it a blue orchid? No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's red. It's a lol. Is it like uh, a red, peppermint? Red peppermint. On the back of my cap. That one? It's right here. And it says, sugar never tasted so good. Is it sexy? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in hair now. <laughs> it's a hairy peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> the visual image of that is the fuck. Oh, God. <sighs> Music. That exists? It's good. <laughs> I know this is not the typical interview which I conduct. It's about. okay. What uh, <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Really, it doesn't really matter to me. Can yeah. we interview you? Yeah, sure. That's actually yeah. I'd like to. Let's switch the roles here. <laughs> okay. How is it being an interviewer? Oh, um, on a podcast. I was I was expecting you to say how is it to be black, but I was like, let's work. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, that's not the question. But um. It's interesting, you know. Some days are good, you know. Um, there's one interview I have with a certain band, who I will not mention, which is terrible. Uh, Bryce. It, it involved, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I was half of that. No, no, no. You were, no, you were in half of that interview. You were like three fourths of that interview. 
<laughs> you like spoke like three times during it. You're like, yeah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> but um, well, yeah, I, it's kind of hard for me to talk when you got you know Edgar Allan Poe reciting poetry from it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm just kidding. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's fine. What's your favorite interview you've done so far, and why? Why I would say. But it's Noshin's. You know what, man? You can fuck off. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was Noshin's. <laughs> God damn it! Um, I'd say because I thought it was gonna be kind of like um awkward. I thought because I mean I know Nick and Hal, but like um I just thought I wouldn't really like have anything to talk about, but. That interview went on for like that was the longest interview I'd ever done up to no, that so, point. It was so easy to talk to. Yeah, there was like it was like three hours in. I was just we were just rolling, laughing. Oh yeah. Three hours. No, okay, not three hours. Okay, that that's too long. Maybe like <laughs> ninety hours. minutes in. Yeah, and we were just still like going on a roll. And it was funny because I was drunk and I had to take a piss and like I was just stayed in the one position. And I was like, I can't end this. What you peed on yourself? No, I didn't piss on. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the bathroom. No, afterwards, after we went to the bathroom. Did you wear a diaper? Perhaps that's good. Yeah, I mean, at least you did. Oh, uh, uh, is this like a reference? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> it's not thinking of who we're thinking of. Okay. R.I.P. Oh. To that person. Oh. <laughs> what is are you talking about? Like, I'm, no, I'm not, we know. Uh, oh, okay. Know. I'm Shut confused. Up. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is about music. Any more questions? No. None. Let me ask you some. You compare yourself to one band mm-hmm. that's not in your genre. Who would it be? Mm-hmm. Dude, what is their genre? Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, band not in our genre. Who we'd compare ourselves to? I mean, it's easy to ask, like, who's like in the kind of genre you guys think you specify in, but. Hmm. You know, there must be a kinship with other spirits who are like in doing reggae right now, who right, have the same right. ideals. Ah, right. Carlos Santana. Yes. 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 There you go. Are um, you guys equally as smooth? As we are smooth. Very. Crystal. Yeah. Yes. Kind of love them. Did you say crystal? Be crystal. Crystal smooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the same one. Um, very. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We 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 have. Um, we we feel uh, connected to um, Buckethead, Buckethead yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Buckethead freaking rules. Yeah. Shout out to Buckethead. Buckethead. Shout out to KFC. Carlos Santana. <laughs> Carlos Santana. Yeah, there's no there's no more KFCs around here now. Dude, shout out to Cal Nashi. What else? Oh, dude, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. KFC. Um, Carlos Santana. No. Buckethead. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I, I did. You said KFC too. Is that, I was including KFC in there. No, it was on the L button. Oh, it's on the. It's. I feel like I keep putting it in places that just are well, so I feel like be fine. so inconvenient. Yeah, I like. It's not like doing anything no, to like the, the actual like audio. It's just. It's on the L button now. Like the L you took, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shall we talk about your L? You can take. You can talk about my L. No, 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 no. There's no name going to be on the no, podcast. We can, we, we can of course like go into like details of L's, but like we're not going to go on names of L's. Of course not. I just have to make one eye movement. 
And you can just, like, <laughs> look into, like, a marine biology. Find my own. Okay, back to VMAP. <laughs> <laughs> back no. to our main story. Yes. No, we can we can include them on this. No. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we can. Have you guys ever taken an L? And by L, I mean in the, the sense of no. you've gotten into circumstances with a woman who wasn't particularly pleasing in the I'm trying to like make this as classy as possible is like yeah taking an L a loss just uh, just the Same. next the next morning you're like why why did that happen hmm. Hmm. no names here because we want these people to like live their lives without oh, okay. shame okay. yeah yeah Let's see. what is who are vmaps L's L's um <laughs> Are you referring to people we've slept with? Yes. Okay. Hal Kalodney. <laughs> <laughs> On more than one occasion. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. Separate and That's the same just like time. the double L for yeah, VMAP in general. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. If this was like a video um, podcast, you'd just see a picture of his face with like just a like on it. <laughs> top popping up. Um, yeah. There's, there's a certain um, uh, reptile. <laughs> Dude, are you serious? Really? Um, <laughs> you know about reptile women? Yes. Is it Hillary Clinton? Yes. Dude. Can't say that on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She'll kill you. <laughs> hmm. No. Yeah, no, else. Just, no. Just how? And just the how? The reptile. Yeah. The reptile. From Mortal Kombat. Yes, the green one you get to unlock who's just like a bonus character skin from other. Hmm. No. <laughs> we here at VMAB are budding creatures. They're asexual, like sponges. Yes. <laughs> they filter feed. So we filter feed. Filter feed? <laughs> that, that type of stuff, you know. So. What about your L's, Bryce? Look, I thought we were talking about music here. <laughs> but um, but seriously, about music. <laughs> I would, though, relate your guys' music to... Yeah, but I was saying that cartoon comparison. I just... It just, just reminds me a lot of just cartoons and that kind of... Just that energy they produce. I mean, it does remind me of other music. Like, yes, it does. But I just more... It's like It reminds me of a cartoon. And I don't know. That's a compliment completely. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. But, uh... What cartoon in specific, like specific cartoon? Uh, I'd say some moments of Scooby-Doo. Are we uh, a mystery band? Do, we solve Do you want to be a mystery band? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Like, have you guys like ever like thought of like having like a shtick? You know, like how some bands like have a, like a running thing that like mm. the White Stripes, you know, was the color scheme. Like, mm. does, that, does that not work with the Vile Town? Mm. Well, we are good. And we abide by the rules of all. Yeah, that is our shake. Stick. So the color scheme is, it's there. Um, we already have one that's unestablished. Um, it's uh, it, ne it never will be set. Um, we 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 don't agree with <laughs> uh, graphic graphic designers. Um, Specifically, want to want to um, 
format your albums in a certain way or make artwork that we think will be good um, because we here <laughs> at, uh, at VMAB, um, we, we have our scheme and um, that scheme is, is, is very good. Do you guys self-produce? I mean, do you guys self-produce all the artwork that's made from the... Or um, is it like a mixture of like... Hmm. Well, Nick did the first and then the second. Yes. The first was made from goats that I uh, cut out of... Um, Ranger Rick. Ranger Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Magazines. <laughs> The second was made from colored pencils from a colored pencil box. The third one was a photo of myself as a young child on the beach. Yes. With stickers, I think. We, we threw some stickers. We threw a couple stickers on it. We're involved. And then That's a, it's a feature film as well. Yeah, that is, it is a feature film. Watch it. VMAB the movie. Yes. <laughs> then the fourth one was a photo of a giant metal box I lit on fire and took a photo of. Yes. And then the newest one um, was a photo that my dad made when he was a child of his Sesame Street. Um, Toys, uh, plush, pl- like things, puppets. Yeah, and, uh, he made it, he arranged a little band with them, and that was the photo that we used for the album cover photo. Yes. Yep. The the album titled "The Wizard of Oz" by the Villetown Mavericks, yeah. which is our name it's when the, we made the album. Yeah, it's the. It represents the Villetown's football team the Mavericks <laughs> it's really yeah it's a sports team um, it's no no specific sport it's more yeah. like football meets lacrosse and a shuffleboard we don't we don't really like agree on um, agree with uh, sport like uh, subscribing to like one sport in general like we feel like if you're gonna have a sports team it needs to encompass the the full essence of of what sports really means to you, and that's kind of where the Villetown Mavericks um, came from. That's kind of what we stand for. Um, we hate sub- subscribing to one sport. Then are there rivals of the Mavericks? If like if they have like the same kind of viewpoint, or did they just play one sport? Um, it's not a competitive thing. No, no, it's a, it's just enjoyment and self fulfillment. Yes. Through sports. Through sports. Through sport. And painful physical labor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You guys had to pick three of your favorite bands in Hattiesburg? Each? Each. 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 Okay. I would say... Dream Window. Dream slash window. Are they a thing anymore? Um, Since homeboy left and moved. Home homeboy did leave. He did move. Um, 
the the album the dream window himself recorded is being mastered at the moment by dream window himself <clears throat> mixed by will foley um so yeah there, yeah, two more. I don't think there's been a show in a while though But the last show that they played I filled in for the homeboy That moved And played some some guitar um, So that's probably my favorite Band in Haddishburg Number two Well let's well, uh, you, you name a band Alright my number one Hmm We just skipped like Nauseans. <laughs> actually, all right. Nauseans is my number two <laughs> my favorite band in Hattiesburg. Okay, my <clears throat> number two would be. Hmm. Well, maybe as of right now, currently, maybe. What's Harley's new band? Uh, Late Bloomers. Late yeah, Bloomers. There you go. They're, they're good. Very they're good. good. <clears throat> um, let's see. My number three. Uh, probably be. Um, shit, this is tough. There's many a good band. The hardest questions. Yeah. I know. Hmm. 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 I don't. I can't put my finger on the third one. <coughs> except. When, uh, when Chokers played at Randy's house last was yeah, yeah. really good. That was good. That was, that was maybe one of my favorites recently, so they can be on the list for now. Yeah. Until a different time when sure. What do you think Hattiesburg has in like the music scene that like I mean that's really like no other place really has right now? Hmm. Houses. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of houses. Yep. <clears throat> I like that house shows are a thing. Yeah. House shows um, have always been cool. Cool thing in Mississippi. It's yeah. Kind of traveling all over. Jackson used to have a lot of house shows. And then there were house shows in Cleveland. Yeah. And now they're here. Yes. Do you guys think you like you like house shows better than you do like like shows at a venue? Do you think like does the atmosphere more fits? I'd say so for us. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. definitely enjoy it more to an extent. Feel more. <coughs> more we don't like being yeah. You know, all mic'd up and on a stage. Yeah. It's uh a little weird having the separation between the band and the audience yeah when you're at a house show you're forced to be one (laughs) yeah 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 speaking of late bloomers if harley is listening he is still welcome to join the band yes there's (laughs) an open invitation have you guys like ever thought about disbanded three piece or like a we, four piece? Or? We did three we, piece once before, twice actually. Yeah, but like making like permanently, you know, or was that just? It's been debated. 
Yeah, especially recently with the past two albums we've had, we have recorded bass yes. on as well as synth. And so yes. either of the two would be good to have. Yes. <laughs> Actually, let's listen, let's listen back to this. Okay. So we're back with VMAB. Wait, is it recording? Yeah, it should be back. Uh, yeah, it's recording. Back, it's just in a. Di- at, you just at, don't really at. see it. Oh, okay. We're back with VMAB. <laughs> we're back. So. <laughs> I mean, so just what are just some, what just makes you guys just want to play music? I mean, I I know a lot of people around here just like, what is this inner drive that just makes you guys want to just experiment? Because you have VMAP, you have Independent Parents, you also have Blanket Swimming. I mean, you have your like hand in the pot in a bunch of different areas. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, where does this unlimited just, you know, creative boost come from? Uh, personally, I think that I've always wanted to play punk music for at some level at some point in time in my life. So I think when the opportunity came, it felt right. And yeah. then and then I didn't want to stop. <laughs> so, yeah. So the fact that I can have an outlet to play music like that is something I don't want to li- give up. So, that's that's something for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd agree with that, too. I mean, there's always... I mean, if I'm not making music constantly, then nothing feels right. So, to to fill up all those, those voids, I guess, which come, you know, in all different, um, you know, styles and different forms, you gotta, gotta do something about it. And, you know, VMAB, it's good to uh, get that energetic, you know, just having fun with your friend, just jamming, not taking things too seriously. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's good to have. You, you gotta, you know, just something I feel like you need to do. Yeah. <coughs> it's always been fun because... Even though empty-handed painter songs are in, indeed fun and enjoyable, it is nice to have a, a separate thing where you can just not be serious. Yeah, there's no stress or worry involved of if what we're writing is is good. Even though it is. Because we know it's good <laughs> all the time, even yep. if it's not. Um, so, yeah, it's just a good no... Uh, no stress involved. Mm-hmm. Seems like um, a pretty stress-free group yeah, as it yeah. is, and if anything, stress relieving. Yeah, it's not simple though. It's we still take take the songwriting course, process like, seriously. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not like just we, let's start a band and not think about right. what we're gonna write. We yeah. still try to keep pretty interesting song structures mm-hmm. present in the songs because uh, you don't want to sound like every other punk band in Hattiesburg, right? Like that's. Or you in general. S- yeah, yeah, you gotta set yourselves apart. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like anyone not else. Not like we're, like, trying extremely hard to set ourselves apart. But or you do naturally. We, yeah, you guys. Or trying to sound like anything particular. It's just kind of the music we music just happen we to make. I was yeah. about to say, when I hear VMAP, I 
since I knew YouTube before I knew about VMAB, it fits the personality. I hear the personality more so than just, let's get together and jam. Yeah. You guys don't sound like anyone else around that area. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of bands who um, styles kind of blend together, but you guys stick out, you know. Yeah. That being said, I don't think we can discredit people that we based the band off of when we started, but I think pretty quickly once we started writing songs, are we kind of developed into our own thing? Yeah. So, I think we had we had an idea of what we wanted to go for, and then it kind of took a turn, and it turned into something we weren't expecting, and then that became fun. Like, what do you guys originally like when you and Hal were like starting off? What do you guys like? You guys know, I, I don't want to talk about that. One. <laughs> it's a different different band. Different. <laughs> it's not the same yeah. thing. Um, but. I asked Nick if he wanted to play some music and we could do some loud, fast stuff. And that was the idea. Yeah. And so we uh, kind of immediately went towards the Descendants and uh, played a Descendants song, I think. Was which, is, which is also on yeah. our new album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So two years later, we finally recorded it. Coffee Mug? Yeah. Yes. And uh, then, so we had, we had bands that we had an idea of what we kind of wanted to aim for but i think it ended up not being like not like of those not like that at all so tell me was system of a down your biggest influence oh, really <laughs> hey maybe uh, it could be pretty up there for the i mean we did have the pleasure of recording with our friend tyler from the limbos and he did do the vocals for the, our system of a down song. That's a great yes. name. <laughs> the Wimbo. No, the Wimbos. Oh, they, I thought it was the Wimbos. I was like, that's the a great Wimbos. name. <laughs> the Wombos. Wombos. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Making music that's just fun and having nothing but fun and not caring is good. Yes. And it's not something that there's no canon that you have to follow. Hmm. We just kind of like to write music and just kind of, I don't know. I, I always think that any, if you just let whatever music you write come out naturally, this goes for any sort of creative outlet. If it just comes, whatever comes out naturally, I think is the way that you were supposed to make music or whatever else it is. Yeah. So I think the way that we make music is unique to us in the sense that it's our collective brain and our collective creative outlet and it's no one else's so I, I think since we're not trying to copy anyone's sound it makes that's it kind of sets us apart from uh, just being in a normal band that wants to just jam or whatever like you said yeah yes yeah. we want to I mean we don't want to, and I think I could speak for the both of us. We don't want to sound like any other band. We want to be a, we want to be a band. Yeah. We don't want to be the band that someone says, "Hey, this sounds like so and so." We yeah. want that sounds like them because that's who it is. Yes. Yeah. There are so many bands who just want like to just emulate their influences sure. to the point of just replicating them. But. Sure. And we we ex we uh, acknowledge our influences, but uh, we don't copy. We don't replicate, like you said. That's yeah. Because what's the point if it's already been done? Right. I don't think I can name a band that has that. I would get ourselves confused with. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone around here that's like, oh, yeah, that was kind of be mad. And like, no. <laughs> we know, like, what that sound is. I'm not trying to say we're better than any one specifically. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Just being in a band that aims for being just the band they are is something special. And I think that's one thing that's kept me personally interested in keeping this project going. What started off as a last minute idea to fill in a show turned mm -hmm. into something like two years down the road, almost three years down the road, um, turned into something that I actually, I mean, pretty quickly found that it's music that I would want to listen to outside of playing. So, yeah, that's that's the goal of our band, is to, to be the band you want to hear. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the thing, yeah. Absolutely. That's what I've been trying to say for five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I be, uh, I think you want, you make what you want to see, you make what you want to hear, all of that. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you're not doing something that you yourself would not want to be involved in in any sort of aesthetic way then why are you doing it yeah 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 they're they're loud enough yeah josh got onto us earlier <laughs> no um, we hurt his feelings <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of um, at least i like know people who are in bands who they don't really like necessarily agree with but with you guys especially like interviewing there just seems to be this just this certain kinship that I haven't seen when anyone else ever interviewed. Like you guys just like looking at each other. Like there's there's a uns not an unspoken romance because it's pretty like obvious, but it's just just really good friends. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, yes. like I said earlier, we share a collective brain, and I don't mean that in a metaphorical way. Yeah. I mean that quite literally. Yeah. What? <laughs> be more than five hundred feet away from you. Yeah. Or turning off. <laughs> How does that work when you guys like go to class? <laughs> it's like, are you copying off a wit? No, wit's just. <laughs> I need him to survive, man. I am wit. Yeah, yeah wit exactly. is me. I am, exactly. I am you. <laughs> we, you are we. You are we. We are you. <laughs> it's, it's just the way it goes. As, as a certain. Band, not Nas, CNs would say. No, I was at that show like the other day, and like I got, I don't know, it was just so odd. Like me and like Nathan like said it like really loud, and I'm pretty sure like m like Nick heard us, and he was just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is the way it goes. <laughs> no. I, I like so much about the house shows around here, especially seeing you guys. There's like you definitely talk about that disconnect from the audience, and um, I just had this funny experience where like I always want to see a band. I just think there's this like kind of like certain barrier because they're just like in front of me. It's like there's this haze around them. Like oh yeah, they're in front of me, but there's just certain moments where you're so close to them, you're like oh shit, like that's that's in front of me right now. Like oh shit, like I'm like right you know there you know. Yeah. No, I think house shows in Hattiesburg are special. I've, I mean, I've been to several house shows in my life, but I think Hattiesburg has its own defined thing. I mean, people have traveled to house shows in he, here in town from out of state. And uh, I think, I mean, I've come across different articles and other people across the country who have uh, 
you know, they recognize our scene here. They know what it is. They, it's not a, I mean, even on, on Tumblr, there's a, I don't have Tumblr, but I've uh, seen. <laughs> I've seen a lot of. You immediately it's disowned okay. it. No, yeah, seen, you can admit you're a Tumblr user. No, I, I'm not. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of. I've, I have come across other people's pages and found photos of of shows, house shows from Hattiesburg that have hundreds of notes on them. And I mean, it's yeah. it's a it's a well known thing Dude, here. And I'll I think say this. I'll say the same thing. Like. I know a person in a band called Knock Loose, and I found out that Knock Loose played right down the street. From you? It, yeah, at the Pornhole. Oh, shit. Dude, talk about, you're talking about Knock Loose playing at the Pornhole. Right now, Knock Loose is selling out venues in Germany. <laughs> but about two years ago, they were playing just a house right down the street. Yeah. Well, think, think about that. Like, That's awesome. I think no. I think house shows are special because I mean, I don't think any band would be too good to play a house show. And if they are, they're lying to themselves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there are several bands who you know take stops on their tours to do a a, a small local show, and um, that might be one of the best shows that they do all time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you have a personal connection one on one. Like there's a one to one ratio with the crowd and the band. There's not. <laughs> Nothing against big venues or anything where there is a stage and sound and everything. That's perfectly fine, but it's a different world altogether when you are sta- when I mean when you get pushed into one of the band members while they're playing and it's mm-hmm. and that's yeah. normal. Or the band member actually grabs you and puts the mic in. Your yeah. Sure, I mean, that, I mean that's a completely different connection than you get doing that than just sitting there watching and there's like you said there's a barrier in between you whether it's whether it's literal or metaphorical if there's like security guards having like making sure you get away from here like no they're just people yeah i mean getting getting rid of the separation uh or the stigma between the band member being uh the band being a certain uh hierarchy to the audience i think local shows especially house shows gets rid of that separation immediately where there is no no one person is over anyone else and everyone is kind of one with each other and everyone's just there to have fun and listen to music and hang out and i always like contributing to that so so to kind of add to that do you think when people see the vmab there's not like this your, oh the, you dropped your meat <laughs> <laughs> so they <laughs> Things like that to VMAP. And there's certain people you'll see where it's just like, there's this aura of seriousness. I can't really list any bands right now I'm thinking of who have this, you know, aura of like, you gotta go in there thinking a certain way and be very serious. But you've, yeah. it, you guys are just all about having fun and just not really caring about what, you know, people think about it, just, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I think, I mean, it's kind of weird sometimes you see local bands who think being in a band is all about being big and having people look up to you and whatnot and I've, I've seen i've seen this happen to local bands several times before uh not even just here but uh, i mean i mean you know these people personally but they get on stage and they act like they're completely different and, mm-hmm. and it's it's a weird yeah. uh, it's very fake and uh, i don't think that's a big problem here but i have seen that happen on multiple occasions with local bands I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing saying like I know these people and we're in the same town or whatever. And I, I, I'm not. There's no one to name specifically, but I have. I mean, it's a thing definitely where people have the wrong idea about being in music. They do it for. I mean, this this goes for anything. I'm sure if you ask any band, 
that's really made it they didn't do it for money they did it for the creative outlet and they did it for the community they didn't do it to get somewhere with it Mm -hmm. it just came their way and they you know they were in the right place the right time or whatever but ultimately they did it just to create and uh I don't even know how I started talking about this, but <laughs> some people have the wrong idea and yeah. aim for the wrong values of being in a band or being in, in any sort of creative entity where you have to, where you feel the need to get it out. I feel like the bands that flop real quick are the ones that, like we said earlier, like try to repeat something that already exists or, uh, just try to do it um for any other any other uh reason except for just creating music for the sake of it being music yeah well you really (laughs) (laughs) nice (laughs) what what does that mean But, um, I love Law and Order. Mm. <laughs> I love Law and Order. That's a show I wonder I've if it's watched ever. every episode oh my God, so many what times. Is, what is that? I have no idea. That's a show I wonder like if it's ever going to really stop. I mean, because they ended the not. main one. Like They still have SVU. Oh, SVU is the one I'm talking about. SVU oh, okay, is yeah. the way to go. We even mentioned that in a song. Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Another reason why VMAV is, uh, <laughs> is good. Law and Order for you because we yep. shout out. We we write songs about things we like. Sponsored by Law and Order. Sponsored yeah. by Spotify. Well, Law and Order Bandcamp in this episode. Yeah, yeah. We're just yeah. trying to get that sponsorship, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the kid want a sponsorship. Domino's. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Domino's sponsorship. We have a song we, about we that too. We do have too. a song about ordering Domino's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. So it's called Sixteen Whatever. whatever. Yeah. The pizza was 16. Something. Whatever. And uh, <laughs> what the guy told us. And you guys are just like, fuck it. Whatever. Well, we were writing the song. We ordered pizza. Yeah. We were anticipating the, the, the pitch he was going to give us <laughs> at the door. <laughs> and so we based it off that. Yeah. And it wasn't too far off. It was not far off at all. I think he said something like, have a good day, or... How's it going? Hey, how you doing? But in the song, it's, hey, how are you doing today? Because that's what we anticipated. But what you anticipate, it's, it's never gonna be what you what you get. In in most situations. How's the songwriting process with you guys? Like, who is well, it like a fifty fifty share of like who writes the majority of the songs? Nick writes his parts. I write my part, and we share the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, lyrics are definitely. We, we share that writing process, but Witt writes all of his drum parts, and I write my guitar parts, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, I mean, it usually stems from, Nick has an idea, he shows it to me, and we build on that. It's never, hey, I wrote this whole song, Yeah. learn it. It's, it's usually based off one idea, and we build off that idea. And, uh, I mean, our songs aren't too long so we're able to crank out a lot of different ideas so maybe every now and then a good one comes out 
you guys definitely have to have this synergy as a two-piece because, you know, I mean, I, I feel like maybe with a lot of members in the band, it could probably be, like, differing opinions, but it seems like because you guys know each other so well, there's, you can kind of anticipate when something, like, you're like, okay, we're both stumbling onto the same idea here, let's keep yeah, going with that. Yeah, yeah, It's definitely very easy to kind of bounce things off of each other and have something organic come out of that. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, I think such. it's when you have two people and only two people, nothing. Oh my god! You're speaking to it. I don't know what they did to the microphone. <laughs> like if this. No. Okay. Um. Just having two people write songs is a lot more personal because it's quick and direct and you don't have to uh, I mean yeah there's two different opinions but our opinions are usually pretty pretty close yeah and so Nick might have something and we play it and it might not work out the exact way that it's supposed to sound so we'll just we'll try several different things so we'll I mean we work on one idea a lot of different ways until it sounds right, till it fits. Yeah. Um, it's kind of easy. Or not easy, but it feels more natural as a two-piece, especially since we know each other so well, to hear, like, for me, to hear one of which drum parts and then kind of know what we both think should go over that I guess like there's always like an end goal in mind and like yeah we try out a lot of different things for like a riff or something until it like gets the way it should be yeah but like getting to there it's easy is there like a certain to, um didn't mean to interrupt but uh, okay. a, a, uh, I mean maybe like every moment but like when you present a riff like this kind of like ooh moment like ooh we're stumbling on some shit here they're like you know some some ground we didn't have covered before. I think, I mean, if Nick shows, if, if we are practicing and Nick says, hey, I've got this new song idea, and he shows us something, it's usually not like, uh, ooh, like we cracked gold or something, but yeah. usually when we're writing the song and we're working on it and we're playing it over and over again, trying to find out what's next, that moment really happens when we, when we kind of find a, when we find something that's supposed to come next in the song, that wouldn't have happened if we just tried to formulaically think it out. It happens because we're uh, we're playing it, and I mean, sometimes we just say, "Hey, let's play the song and see what happens," and we just naturally see what happens. I mean, yeah. You know, sometimes we just goof around, and maybe that's the right thing that's supposed to be there. So I think a lot of the. Uh, the big ooh moments are in the middle of the songwriting process, not at the beginning. So yeah. it's yeah. something you find, it's something you discover in the process. It's not so much where it starts, it's where it goes. And uh, I mean, that sounds a lot more deep for what our songs really show. <laughs> but uh, I think that just works in all creative things. If you, uh, if you preconceive the entire idea, it's not going to work. Right. You have to work with it. You have to change it. Um. Actually, my uh, my drawing professor always says, uh, "If it's working for you, get rid of it, <laughs> because uh, you're, it forces you to change it." And 
the more you change it, the more developed the idea gets. Yeah. And uh, I, that every time works works out. So I mean, there there are songs that we have that are almost three years old that I still play differently to this day. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you might yeah. change things up too. I mean, yeah. I think it's maybe a little bit more, a little bit more wiggle room on drums to uh, be a little loose. Um, since there's no like drum riff sort of thing that leads the song. But I mean there I'm sure there's alterations we both make even to this day. I mean there it it all it all depends. Sometimes we play a show and I'm using someone else's drum set and they have two kick drums or something and I'm like, "All right, let's let's make <laughs> this is going to be part yeah. of the set this time." And it's always yeah. changing. I mean, the actual songs are the same song structure, but the delivery, the approach, it's all it's it's always subject to change. I don't know if that makes it a unique thing or if it just uh, keeps it fresh. I don't. I mean, I, I've there's not any songs we have that I think, oh gosh, we have to play this one again because we can change it however we want. We yeah, can, yeah, can make it different if we want to. It makes playing the songs never get old. Yeah. I mean, they're always fun to play to begin with, but like when we play older songs or something that we've been playing for years, we can still keep that structure but kind of make slight variations mm-hmm. i mean even in subtle things we played a house show uh, a couple weeks ago um you might have been there i think at was Randy's it house uh house. yeah i believe so um yeah. it was like yeah it was it was another band it was like out of state who came there right? um yeah from new york yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it was that show um uh, whoever's drum kit it was had a third cymbal stand with another cymbal on it. Uh, so yeah. I, I used three cymbals that show, which is not something I usually do. I mean, even it's like just small things like that mm. change it up. I mean, it could be, it could be anything. It could be whether we supply uh, the like, um, like Nick uses vocal effects, but sometimes that's not an option at a show. Because uh, the lack of proper equipment, I mean, you have to alter that. You have to be ready to change things when you need to. Yeah. Is this like the reason, like, um, like, so do you like always like um, utilize like other drum kits when playing? That's or? typically how it works. I prefer ten times out of ten playing on my own. Yeah. I mean, even though playing on someone else's kit is uh. I mean, it obviously allows for you to, you know, think on your feet. You can't, like, no no one else's drum kit is going to be comfortable to anybody else. Yeah. Um, so, I prefer playing my own, but that's never the option. I mean, <laughs> maybe two times out of ten I'll have my drum kit. And that's okay with me because you just save time. I don't have to, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to unload my stuff. It's already there. So that's nice. But, uh... It's one of those things where it's like if you have someone else's drum kit, like I said, it it, uh, it allows you to try to think differently. I mean, it, you could practice all day on our own stuff at home and you get real comfortable with it, but I think getting comfortable with something is a terrible thing. I think you, you can't, you can never be comfortable with something because then uh, you, you, you start preconceiving stuff and that's not... That doesn't allow for any sort of creativity. You guys aren't complacent at all. No. Just like there's not, yeah. 
<laughs> and that even goes with the empty handed painters. I mean, our songs are definitely more mature, more more well developed in a different way. I mean, yeah, we write totally different songs, but I mean, we. I know. I personally, we. I mean, we have song that already we've songs we've already recorded that even in practice we'll say, hey, actually, I think we should try try this for now, yeah. and it's going to be different on the recording but live we have to improvise or we have to uh we just change it in slight ways and i think i think if you do the same thing every single time over and over again uh, that's what kills that's what kills it mm-hmm. i mean even down to like just changing the order of the set list yeah or not having a set list or to coming up with a set list five minutes before you play <clears throat> i think um I think Nick from Nashans is talking about this. Well, at least not like with the song structures, but at least with the lyrics, he's like, he's always changing them. The ones, the ones he has written, because he always just wants to see what will work better this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so like, how long does it take you guys typically to record an album? Because you were talking about earlier, like it took you like a few days, like at least a day to get down like a few songs and record them. So, is that like the usual length, like just a day or so? Uh, it, it, it varies. Oh, yes. My favorite R.E.M. album with my favorite song on it. Deserves to be in that book. But yeah, um, it, it, it's definitely varied from album to album. It's usually a pretty quick process. Um, I mean, the first EP took a day to record. The second EP took maybe a day and a half. And by a day, we mean like... Just a couple hour sessions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think um, it wasn't until the last two releases we really started to change the process. Yeah, yeah. The first three EPs were very quick. The third one, half of it was written and recorded in one night, mm-hmm. like just within a few hours. That was actually a really interesting process because we wrote that album together, or EP together. Um, Nick was on the other side of the world sending me song ideas. Where yeah. are you? I was in uh, Dublin, Ireland. Oh, cool. Yes. So uh, he would send me a song idea, and I would send him back the drone part. And uh, that was that was fun. And then we finally got to actually play the songs together when he got back. Yeah. And uh, So definitely a lot changed whenever we actually played together. Um, but some of those songs, that, those, that was for our first full length and that was probably the longest time we spent on recording mm-hmm. um i mean we always record guitar and drums same time at the same time for sure um yeah. i mean our, our music i think a lot of times it just goes off the energy at the moment so yeah yeah if if nick recorded his guitar parts and then i tried to come in we'd have we'd be on we'd be on different uh I mean, different levels. We, we wouldn't yeah, be at the, yeah. we wouldn't have the same men- right. mentality. I don't as think if we I started... could actually record my guitar parts without drums. Yeah, it just wouldn't sound Vice right. Versa. The energy same. wouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that yeah, that 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 album, the first full length album, took I don't know, maybe a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time we actually. Uh, toyed around with like overdubs a lot of a lot of different instruments i mean yeah we had bass and a lot of synth and a lot of just random random noises we could get our hands on yeah yeah we kind of utilize we've always used a a four track tape recorder for most of the stuff Mm -hmm. 
we kind of utilize that as kind of an instrument in itself. Do you guys just like like that kind of like analog sound? I think it fits our sound. It's also convenient for what we do. Mm-hmm. It's it's more. Personal. Did we use that last time? Uh, no, we didn't. Is that that might have, that was the first time we didn't. Yeah. So I think there's a few songs on the self-titled album that we just recorded on the computer. Mm. Um, and the overdubs are usually part. done on computer. Yeah. On DAW. But yeah, that album we definitely experimented with, and we brought a lot of synths in. First time we recorded bass. You know. A lot of vocal overdubs and sound effects and stuff, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I think the recording process and writing process are have a very similar feel to it. And we might start, we might have the songs written for a whole year, as it was this past release. We had some of the songs written for a whole year, and we get around to recording them, and I mean, <laughs> things still change. Yeah, you know, before I mean, a whole year's worth of development of a song. And then we get to record it, and we, I mean, we still make difference. I mean, we listen to it again and think something doesn't sound right, or we think of a better idea for something. So, I mean, even for some of the songs, we didn't have lyrics to until we started recording. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I've, I've, all the people I've interviewed, no one has really like really gone that deep into like the recording process. It's been a lot of just you know we go in and record, but I'm you know, just. Yeah, just it's enlightening to hear that kind of just information just about, you know, recording. We try not to be perfectionists either, mm-hmm. because that's another thing about capturing the energy of the moment, both of us in the same room at the same time. Like, usually if it's taking more than, like, four takes to record a song, we're just like, all right, stop, we have <laughs> five takes now. Let's one of the them best will work. One. Yeah. You guys yeah. not like the dudes like, all right, 16 takes in, the song, like, you know, better be, like, right. No. Yeah. Right. So, um, sometimes those little goofs just become part of the song. Yeah, I mean, they're in there. They're in all of them. Yeah. It, none, none of our songs are perfect. And, uh, I mean, there are times I've listened to old stuff we have, or even on the newer one, and I noticed these, like, flaws, but I don't think it would be the same if it weren't for uh, the honesty of it. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing dishonest about trying to record, like, have perfect takes, but for us, I don't think it would fit. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, on our, on the Empty Handed Banners album, I think we, we cracked down a, a lot more trying to, I mean, we sp- we've spent months recording that thing, almost a whole year, and, uh, but that that is appropriate for that music. Yeah. So. Or with with VMAB, it's. Um, I mean, it's it's all about the. What like just the in the moment type situation, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It sounds so stupid. So, what do you guys have like coming like planned up in the future for VMAB? Um. There's never much future planning, really. <laughs> Another dude, VMAP's so like off the wall and sporadic as far as like when they come out. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been talking yeah. about recording this last one for ever. Uh, yeah. We just never did, and I'm kind of glad we didn't because some ideas came at the last minute. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some of the we were the our latest releases, half of our songs and half of cover songs, and we didn't 
I mean, some of the cover songs were like, oh, hey, this would be a good idea. Let's do it. And we yeah. already recorded some other ones, so I don't know. Um, yeah, the future, our, our future plan thus far is to play at Hub City Madness March 25th. Mm-hmm. And that's the fu- that's what the future looks like right now. And we have to still record Santana's greatest hits. Yes. <laughs> and there will be a VMAB album. A Black Magic Woman just being played by VMAB. By, yeah. by, <laughs> by Carlos Santana, not by VMAB. No, 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 no. Called... he's going to do a VMAB reimagined album. Mm-hmm. And then VMAB's going to do a Santana reimagined album. Reimagined? Reimagined. <laughs> <laughs> well... The Santana idea has been on, on our minds for uh, about two years Quite now. Quite a while. And that's yes. not even a joke. No. That's uh, a real idea. I would love to see you guys record Supernatural. Just <laughs> one day. <laughs> well, VMAP, it was a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Thanks. Been very, <laughs> very pleasurable. Thanks for having us. Yeah. It was Thanks. cool. All right. <laughs>